Howdy. Welcome back to the Fabcast. I'm Prem Desai and I'm here with legendary anime critics Amar Akhtar and Felipe Mariniero. Did I do that right? You did that right. Yeah, there we go. I redeemed myself. Um, today we're covering Princess Mononoke. Um, Princess Mononoke is a 1997 Japanese animated epic historical fantasy film written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki and animated by Studio Ghibli. Um, the basic premise is that in 14th century Japan, a young prince named Ashitaka is cursed by a demonized boar god and must journey to the west to seek a cure from the gods of the forest. Uh, guys, have any opening thoughts on this movie? Nope. Nope. <laughs> we ended up seeing it in theaters, actually, um, a couple weeks ago. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, courtesy of Fathom Events, which... Uh, what was why, of, why are you advertising Fathom Events? They're terrible. But, I, but it's... Because so... I don't know. I it's feel like anyone who's movie been like to the... movie like 30 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Anyone That's who's been point. to the theater, like any, like a theater in America, has heard of Fathom Events. But like 99% of those people have never actually been to a, a Fathom Events thing. And we actually got to go to one, and it was <laughs> bizarre. Um, yeah. They had like 40 minutes of previews. Yeah. It was just <laughs> repeating were, themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually just five minutes of previews that repeated for 40 minutes. It was kind of painful. Yeah. yeah, weird crowd there too. You know, there was there was some like little kids. You know, this is a pretty you know violent movie, and some old people too. I'm glad old people are getting into anime. I guess. <laughs> you had some Hayao Miyazaki weebs. Yeah, that's true. That definitely that was that. me. That was me there. Yes, yeah, inc- yeah. True. Mm. Yeah, Amar fell asleep too during the movie. Oh. Well, don't tell them that. <laughs> Three. Well, now times. they're gonna know. <laughs> Why? No. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not because the movie's boring. It's just because you know I started a job. I had to wake. I at that point, my sleep schedule was very whack, and I woke up at like four fifty or four thirty or something, somewhere around four. And so, like, I it was inevitable that I I, I felt that I would fall asleep. So. Yeah, especially with the Fathom events, just like yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I, I mean, was gonna like, say, of yeah. all I think Miyazaki movies, this would be the hardest one to sleep to. I think it's the one. Yeah. With like, <laughs> I think it's the one with like the most like action and like pacing that is like more. Uh, yeah, just the pacing of like things happening. It's like kind of like more like like fast and just even more. I don't know. That's like my my thing. If we're already jumping <laughs> into like impressions of the movie and stuff, because I always, I mean, when I first watched this movie, I thought it was like my favorite or my or the best, like like of Hayao Miyazaki's movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because it's really cool, and you know, like I mean, we're gonna talk, I guess, about the cool parts later. But <laughs> but it's for some reason now, I just feel like it's it's almost like too fast but not like that it's too fast but it's kind of like compared to his other ones i think it kind of it doesn't have the same kind of like like wandering around like kind of just the tiny things and like even though there is like some points with like the spirits and like you know like the forest stuff but it still kind of i don't know it doesn't take that much time in in those like kind of just moments yeah. it is just always like progressing the plot forward which is like i think for like 
I don't know. In a Western point of view, it's it's <laughs> it's great, but I don't know. I kind of I kind of miss what makes it Hayao Miyazaki more of like a a different director that I don't see. I I kind of agree as well. I think after like sitting with it for a while, uh, it's like a week or so, maybe two weeks. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, when I first saw it, I was like in high school and I, I thought it was great. I thought it was like a fantastic. I think this was like the first Miyazaki film I watched. And oh wow! I was yeah, the and like his his style and like his art, like just like the you know the land and like the scope of his films too. Everything was just really cool. Uh, but then when I watched it like recently, I think it was it was still good. I don't know. It's like the the story is never really that. Um, it was weird. Like the I love like the the art and like like I said like the world and everything. But I don't know. I'm just never like fully into the story that much. It's just like interesting. I love it's. I, I love looking at it. I don't know if I'm like really into it though. If that makes sense, you know. Wow, this is not the angle that I thought we were gonna go. Start with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I think you make a great point, Felipe, about the uh, the pacing is is very different. It doesn't have those. Yeah, yeah, I think the it doesn't have those little moments where it, like it's just kind of reveling in like little quirky parts of the world. Um, mm-hmm. They have the little bit with this forest spirits, but you're right. Kind of outside of that, it's it's very like laser focused on its uh, this like fantasy epic like mm-hmm. morality between the two, um, you know, humans and nature and whatnot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think for me it, it held up just as much on on a rewatch. I think I just love the um, I love the entire like ensemble and like the complexity of like because it it's like a human and nature tale, and it'd be really easy to mm-hmm. make one that is like really didactic and it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. like ah, humans are evil or whatever um yeah. but i like how it gives a, a lot more complicated view um i think my yeah. favorite character is honestly uh lady aboshi because oh, wow. the, the movie the movie kind of uh you if, if you don't know anything about the movie um you're going into it yet yeah, just knowing it's like a nature tale i guess like you can expect you, you sort of expect this character to be like super evil or whatever um but she ends up being a really complex sympathetic character and you can understand why she's doing what she's doing even if it, if it really sucks in a way um, yeah that's one of my favorite things I just, about i'm oh, sorry go ahead yeah yeah go ahead i mean i was gonna say that's one of my favorite things about this movie and it doesn't really i mean it kind of takes a side but it, exp- it humanizes like all the characters so like you know like you said princess of mm-hmm. aboshi right that, that's her name Lady Aboshi, I think. Lady Aboshi. Yeah, yeah Princess Mono. Oh, sorry. I, I couldn't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, they did a fusion wow. dance to become Princess Aboshi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lady Aboshi. Uh, I, I like her story, too, and I love that they humanize, like, her and, like, everything with the village. Then I also love how, like, explores um, Princess Mononoke's story and, like, how, you know, she's also, like... It, it, yeah, like, it, it kind of portrays both sides as good with flaws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. Even even like the animals and the spirits are now like you know like all good. I mean, they're yeah. definitely not evil too, but like I don't know. It's like it's very interesting how every character has its own mm-hmm. kind of like motives, and they're not necessarily uh, <laughs> the most like I don't know moral correct ones. But yeah, yeah. I mean. Maybe except the 
the protagonist, which is the Ashitaka. Ashitaka, <laughs> which is kind of the one that is kind of trying to to find this this middle ground between between yeah, peace. like peace, the peace and the communion with nature and humanity, mm-hmm. and it's and I love the message. So cool, you know. It's like, of course, it's like it can be like a like premise saying kind of just a taking it kind of lightly and just not explore very well but like i think in this movie they they're able to like i don't know talk a lot about uh that in a good way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i like yeah. the monkeys <laughs> the, oh yeah. yeah the monkeys are kind of evil here well, yeah <laughs> actually i don't know if i like them they're just really funny but also creepy yeah you're very cre- I actually really like the monkeys, yeah. I <laughs> uh, I, like I mean the they're tree. just trying to to kill the the dude so they can get the power to kill <laughs> all humans, which is okay. Uh, the tree spirits are like so cute, but then also like very, very, very uh weird and kind of scary too. Yeah. I um I love the the forest god. And it was okay. Yes. One of the coolest parts about watching this movie in theaters is we got to hear the audience reactions. And every time they showed the forest god's face, there was like a group in like the back right that just started bursting out in laughter <laughs> because they thought the forest god's <laughs> face was funny. It was funny. It, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. But I love how funny it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like is funny, it... but also like really commanding. And I don't know. It's it's yeah. weird. The forest no, god a... is weird. It's it's in a good way because it's like also breaks your expectation. You're just expecting like a normal deer face, and then you just see this like kind of human almost face. It is just really yeah. It's like a goat know. human. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, there's no expression. He's like unfazed, <laughs> but it's also like. <laughs> he just made like a goat noise, like the the like meme videos you see, like oh. I'm sure the movie would be better if he what? did that. Yeah. I don't know what Amari is talking about, honestly. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, goats make these, like, when they scream, they, they make these very, like, funny. I know how goats hilarious. work. Yeah. It's so funny. Am, but imagine, like, if, I, uh, if the forest god made that noise, how funny that would be. That would be interesting. Be. <laughs> that would be interesting. Especially in the climax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think... um. I think it's it's so funny that it's like a like the part of it is like a romance tale, but like when the characters first see each other, it's like the most awkward thing. Like uh, he's across cute. the yeah, it's really he's cute. like across the river, and he just sees this giant wolf and this girl just like sucking blood out of the wolf, <laughs> and then they just like get have a stare down, and he's like, "Hey, like I'm Ashitaka," and then they're just like, "Fuck off." That sounds pretty cute. I don't know what we're talking. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, great if it, interaction. Yeah. yeah, if that happened to you, you you just keep you keep you view that as a sign that you're being tested, and you gotta keep pursuing yeah. this woman. Absolutely. I would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. We just lost our female audience again. <laughs> and we really lose yeah, the audience. Every episode, we're gonna lose our. Female. <laughs> yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah. Something I wanted to mention. I I love score for this film i think the score yeah. and the music is 
fantastic. That's probably like another one of my favorite things about this movie. Yeah. You know, I just love that main theme. Yeah, so, it's beautiful. You know, yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Like, I can listen I think, to um, hours. Yeah, and it, it has such like an epic quality to it, which fits the fits this journey. Totally. I, I I just love this movie because I think it's like it really feels like a fantasy epic, like on in like the vein of like Lord of the Rings scale sort of like I, it oh, yeah. isn't Lord of the Rings scale, but it just feels like it's like one of those like yeah, I know what you mean. like epic world changing stories. Yeah. 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 And it's it's crazy too, like that this was all like hand drawn animated. Yeah. Um, like everything was made by hand and like frame by frame. They did all this. It's crazy because I mean, the animation is like, you know. I mean, this is, like, true with all of Miyazaki's films, but, like, this one especially, because there's just so much, like, crazy shit going on. Yeah, yeah, people's limbs are just flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and then, like, when the boar, like, the little, like, squiggly things that come out of it, you know? Yeah, like, which one? Like, that happens to more than one boar. Oh, yeah, I forgot, like, multiple times. I was talking about the first, like, when you see it in the opening. But Yeah, I, yeah. The yeah. opening is, the opening is, like, I think it sets such a great tone. Um, yeah, yeah, I love the opening of this movie. Yeah, it's great. I wonder, like, because we're watching with the Disney dub. We did, yeah. And I'm, um, I wonder a little bit because I know there was like some things about the Disney dub uh, of other like Ghibli movies that they they change not only like you know the translation, the they changes the translation, but also they did like change some of the. The music to like oh really oh wow i didn't know that oh yeah, yeah i didn't know that at all then like not like change them like the the composition like the music itself but they just like would change the timing of the music to like match more because like you know how disney has very much like uh like the music matches what's on screen like like yeah. beat by beat or stuff yeah, yeah. And then, like like uh i don't know ghibli movies are not exactly like that and then like i i know at least at least in like think castle in the sky they like changed the, the timing of the, the music so it would match more and but that's weird because it's like kind of not what i guess miyazaki was going for because they could have easily done that yeah yeah, yeah. i know i know there's like a bunch of because i know they like there's a lot of like whenever there's like a cultural expression or whatever that like something people outside of japan wouldn't understand i know the mm -hmm. disney dubs like sometimes change those to like like the, they just change the content of the joke or like whatever, like cultural yeah. reference, so that like people will understand, like in English, which like some people get really mad about because they're like, you're just changing like the script, basically. Yeah, and yeah. it's, I know this one at least was uh, was translated by New Gaiman, so and I know he was trying to, you know, save the the translation there when he did that. So, but I yeah, I'm not sure if this movie is a little di bit different in those ways as the i think you're probably subs. right yeah. yeah the disney dubs are good but yeah I've, I've heard that's like kind of a thing with them so i do want to rewatch this in sub at some point because i watched it in dub twice i've only seen the mm. dub versions and like i don't know i i like the voice acting um yeah the voice i think the voice acting is like the good part of the disney dubs like that yeah for the most part i think it's they do a really good job with the voice acting um yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, we'll get to Nausicaa, but I fucking love the voice acting in Nausicaa. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I love the. Yeah, I really like the voices in this one, and mm -hmm. yeah, it was my first time watching dubbed in English, and it was, 
Uh, and I like the voices, and like the voice acting was good too. But like, I don't know. There's something for me. Uh, it's kind of like just like because it probably first watch in, in Japanese, it just has the more of that like you know classic kind of even more of the because it, it is kind of like set in Japan. You know, it, yeah. at least it feels that way. Kind it, of, they, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. set in Japan. <laughs> kind of, you know. It no, it's definitely like yeah. A, yeah. So it's like. I don't know. It kind of matches for me more when they're speaking Japanese and the whole. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. feels. Yeah. I don't know. It might be weird saying that, but like no, it, it feels more mystical because... in a way as well because it's yeah. with the. It's, it's so steeped in like Japanese culture. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not just a movie that you know is made by Japanese people. It's a movie made by Japanese people about like Japanese myths and Japanese history. So yeah. it makes sense that you feel that way. Yeah, I kind of just missed that a little, but. But I got over it by like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, when you heard Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot she's in this. Yeah. yeah. She's she's good in it, but yeah. she's a small role. Yeah. Um, okay, Billy Crudup as Ashitaka, the main character. I almost like can't believe that's Billy Crudup. Him? Oh, I have no idea. Wow. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, isn't that insane? He he sounds like like. Just a twenty-year-old dude, but like yeah. he's Billy Crudup. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, I just don't. I don't even believe that. I think they just like got some random dude and then just like yeah, just gave pretend. Billy Crudup the credit because he paid for it. That's a good point. I think we're yeah. onto something here. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Or he's just like amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The other member of the voice cast, I really want to point out. Um, is Keith David, who's the Arbiter in Halo 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays Okoto, the the big white boar. And he's, he's, he's perfect for it because he's like... I mean, he's a great actor in a lot of sort of things, but he... Uh, one of the best things about him as the Arbiter in Halo 2 is that he brings this... The Arbiter's like obsessed with honor, and he brings this like sense of honor and like integrity. And that is exactly like what he brings to the role um of okoto as well uh who's this like honorable leader who like tries to live with grace and like lead his people with grace and dignity and i love that yeah, yeah. he's great i love his voice you know, he just has a very, very unique yeah, very, he's in very so much talk. stuff yeah mm-hmm. i know him from the thing that's right yeah he's got a deep timber to his voice that's a great that's a great description a deep timber. yeah yeah i love that yeah I I also really like Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. Wait, who does he play? G Gico. The he was like the small. Oh, guy. that yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. He's all, he, I think he's great. His voice is also yeah. really good. Um, yeah. I love all the animals. Whenever they speak, and it's kind of like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like telepathic. <laughs> in a <Yeah>. way. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoy that. Every single one of them, I think, is pretty mm. good. Yeah. Claire Danes is San. Very random. Who's San? San is Princess Mononoke. Oh, oh, okay. That is random. Yeah. What, what, what do you think of Deanne when she's like, I'm, I can't, I can't uh, forgive the humans. I'm just going to go back to the forest. You know, then, I really like that. Yeah. Cause, cause I the the thing is, if they had like stayed together or whatever, and she had tried to live in human society, I think that's like 
that's just like unrealistic for like her character. I think it makes more sense that she would like continue to live in the forest and like mm-hmm. they would see each other. But like, cause it just, I don't know. I don't like, even if you love someone, like sometimes it, like you need your own this forest. happens all the time yeah. with people. It's like life circumstances is not going to like yeah. if, if two people want different things out of their lives, like even if they love each other, that doesn't necessarily mean that they, they can make it work it out. They can work out the time uh and i think that's like definitely the case here yeah i agree with you yeah yeah this is gonna become a life advice podcast life advice podcast yeah. <laughs> i just thought of the guy that eventually they saw uh out at night he followed us wow sounds like wow. he needs some life advice <laughs> Wait, what, what you're talking about oh yeah, that guy, the, the, guy. Oh, the guy in the oh the guy from the other night yeah yeah, yeah. The, the life hey, coach guy life coach maybe guy, he's yeah. gonna listen to the podcast maybe <laughs> yeah you should have gave him our podcast oh my god he yeah, would, yeah. yeah i'm just gonna advertise fan, it I'm, sure. I'm gonna advertise it to like any stranger who follows us now you gotta go to the strip club and and uh yeah, like throw out dollar bills at the strippers, but the dollar bills have like a little sticker that says Fabcast and like has a link. <laughs> QR code, yeah. Yeah, QR code. Yeah. <laughs> QR code, yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. What a. Oh, mm. That's good. I say something, but I, I don't know if I want to say. Hey. So, oh, well, good say. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, no, I just like mystery. It's like the mystery now. Just have to live with it. <laughs> yeah. Say it. Say it. Say it, please. Say it. No, there's nothing. There's nothing really. There's nothing. There is nothing there. It was like empty headed. Just nothing. Okay, I have a question. Do you think I'm not saying I agree with this, but do you think the the film can be preachy? Uh a little bit, but I don't think it for me it doesn't uh verge on like annoyingly preachy. I think it's like uh, I accept it. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I don't. Yeah, it's. Do you, Do you think it's pretty humor? Oh no, I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's very. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't think it, it's like. It's because like the. I mean, definitely has a message, and like as, almost like every, uh, <laughs> like film or art has like its own message that is trying to you know express and. Yeah, it, even if it doesn't try to express one, it has one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sometimes really funny. To me, it didn't feel forced. <laughs> the message never felt forced at all. You know, when I think of something... Yeah, I think the nuance with... Yeah. I think the nuance with which they did it um, made it work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely... Yeah, nuance is a good way to put it. it. Like, when I think of Preachy, it's like... It's just like, you know, directly, like, telling the audience, like, how to feel and, like, you know not subtle at all in its message like that's preachy but i don't think this is that was this movie is really doing that i think it was very yeah like you said nuanced its approach i really wonder what's going to happen like after you know it's like are they going to rebuild like a more like sustainable city because that's what it seems like they want to do but like how does that going to work and it's like is all the rest of like japan gonna like that because you know the others like dudes they wanted to invade them are they gonna stop or you know yeah that's what i was wondering um i yeah i got the vibe that they're gonna do a more sustainable like 
place, but also I don't know like what that actually means. Like what that looks like. Yeah, I was really curious, like what was gonna happen if like the they didn't give the hat back to the forest yeah. like spirit? Like was the world just gonna like end or was like or you... I think yeah, so I that's what I used to think, but I think rewatching it this time, I got the vibe that like if they didn't do it and the sun rose and the forest yeah. god would just die and everything would yeah. just stay dead around the forest, but it like it would stop spreading because the forest god would just die. Okay. That's what I thought as well. But like and then I was like, okay, I <laughs> I kinda just want to see how how it like what it exactly meant. But I don't know. I was yeah. That guy was so close, the <laughs> what's the name? The guy who like uh stole the head. It was like yeah, he oh, yeah. was. Yeah. 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 I wasn't expecting his kicks abilities there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was he had those like like sandals, like those tabai or whatever, and he was like jumping on rocks like in a river. I was like, yeah. yo, how are you not yeah. slipping? Like the heck? Uh, yeah, no. it was actually really. It made me a little anxious watching that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, this film has some anxious moments. Good, like good films, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think anytime Ashitaka tries to attack someone and like his arm starts going back, you're like, oh, oh yeah. god, oh god, what's, what's gonna, gonna happen? happen? <laughs> <laughs> I I love that. Like whenever he like shot someone, like. He just like like take off someone's head or like you know just like I love like Their the grotesque arm, yeah. like gore you know yeah yeah which is the kids in front of us like some <laughs> yeah. of them were like really scared during this movie it was yeah. it was yeah they they couldn't have been more than like eight years old or something like that mm-hmm. um and it was yeah this movie has some real yeah. violence I hope they're so. scarred in this movie. what yeah. yeah you hope these kids are scarred yeah. Yeah, no, they got into anime now. Now they're gonna they're gonna watch Naruto. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> or they're gonna listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. that'd be much better. <laughs> yes. But like, I don't know. I feel like this is a cool movie. It's interesting because I think it can be cool for kids, but definitely it's like violent. Yeah, so I feel like it's... middle school at least is like when you should like when. I think before that, I don't know if I would show it to. Oh, I think this is like the perfect movie that like parents like, like wouldn't show their parents. Like, I mean, sorry, parents wouldn't show their kids. The parents wouldn't show their parents. <laughs> wow, <laughs> your grandparents can. See it. <laughs> no, that like parents wouldn't show like their kids or when they're like in elementary school. Like these kids would just like sneakily like, try it, like watch it by themselves and like, like learn. This is like their first exposure to like violence. No, and hope, yeah. hopefully they don't go down a dark path. But like you know, it's like uh, this is like mm. this is like the film they're not supposed to watch, but they watch anyways. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty good in, in terms of that because it doesn't like glorify the violence. Yeah, it doesn't. It's still cool to watch though. You know. Yeah, no, it is very cool. Very cool. Maybe it's better if, like, you know, you find it out by yourself instead of, like, your parents show it. Because if your parents show you, it's like, oh, what's this boring movie my parents are showing? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you find out, it's like, oh, what is this this Japanese thing that I found? It's so interesting. Yeah. Huh. 
I know from experience. Then, yeah. I mean, like the movies my parents or like any family member shows me are just not. I will automatically think it's just not good. <laughs> I I think you think that of like me and Felipe sometimes too. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what makes you say that though? Uh, uh, Felipe and I continuing to tell you to watch Arcane and you're not watching Arcane. <laughs> That's one example of money. Fair. I'm looking at the negative reviews of Princess Mononoke and Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, there are a few. What do you see? Oh, oh wow, this one's great. It's criticizing the animation. What? <laughs> yeah, Miyazaki's hordes of animators haven't penetrated beyond the skin. The moving creatures feel inarticulate and jerky, almost weightless, particularly when p- played against painterly background mats. Okay, that that I don't know, that person's man. opinion is just like what? wrong, and they deserve to be <laughs> like shot at with an arrow and take their heads. Yeah, yeah. that take their heads wow. off yeah. like, That is just completely um, false. That is like what movie? Yeah. You did not watch this movie. You just you like either like we're off. You you know it's like that those kids from yesterday prem like we were watching ambulance. These fucking kids oh, were like yeah. on their phones or something and like not paying attention. Yeah. You know? It was yeah. dude. The kid next to me, he was he wasn't because I looked at it what he was on on his phone screen. He was he was just had that like mindless subconscious like scrolling and clicking between apps. There wasn't even anything specific that he was like looking at. And I was like, yeah. dude, like, what? How can you not like just? And ambulance is a movie that is like, like so much shit is happening on screen at all times. <laughs> like you don't need to go on your phone. It's yeah. not like there's a slow moment. Over long and dramatically. Unengaging. Yeah, what is that <laughs> review? What? Does it show the full review anywhere? Yeah, wait, I gotta see this. On Letterboxd? Oh no, 404 not found. Wow, that's great. Wow, this person regretted immediately after. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Urban Cinephile Critics. I don't know. It's weird. I don't like the animation uh, thing that this guy was saying. <laughs> of course, but it like... Yeah, I just feel like it's it's wrong, especially like feeling the like the it's like jerking and weightless. I don't know, especially the weightless part because I feel every like I know character has its own like weight and stuff, and it's it yeah works really well. Yeah, yeah. Different Dude, creatures. look at this! Look at this review. We may never grasp what it is about Princess Mononoke that made it a smash in Japan. There's no denying that an amor- enormous amount of something or other got lost in the translation. Dude, please just say I may never grasp, grasp and not we, because I'm pretty sure like 99% of everyone else Wait, was able to grasp. I found this review on letter. Oh, 97, apparently. I found this review on Letterboxd. Yeah. I got to read it. Um, my ex made me watch this movie, and it was as boring as him. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> oh. Great, I love that's yeah. Hey, you know what? Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and that includes my opinion that other people have bad taste in movies sometimes. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's another. I hate this movie. It's gross, kind of boring. There is a lot of nasty women, and it's plain weird. And that's all I have to say about. There's this a movie. lot of. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of nasty women. What, what the, the hell does that mean? That's. <laughs> that's great. 
You well, know this movie, movie. This is this movie's the has much better uh, depiction of female characters than Future Larry. <laughs> than any that we have uh, talked about so far, which is only Future Larry and Redline. But oh yeah, better okay. than Redline for sure. Better than like most things, like I yeah. think in general. <laughs> yeah, not even just like anime. I just think it, yeah, general, because it has some really, it has like um multiple different female characters who are um well rounded in different ways. Uh, yeah, Kaboshi is very, very well developed character, sympathetic, and has completely different goals than San. Yeah. Um, they're both. Yeah, I don't know. It it just has really well rounded characters of both genders. Absolutely. Let's look at more of this, more of these reviews. There isn't one conservationist idea in the tamely correct Mononoke that the adult audience didn't know already. Peter Henney, Film Journal International. Well, listen, Peter, uh, it's not like m- most movies out there are posing completely new ideas that no one in the entire like history of humanity has ever thought of. Wow. The director... Uh, Ayao Miyazaki seems uncomfortable with pure aggression and naked hostility. The impulse in the film is toward reconciliation, not conquest. A spirit that feels peculiar in an environment so bloody and violent. And this person is saying that that's a bad thing. That's an odd thing. Yeah, well, that's (laughs) whack. I think that's a stupid... It's not even that violent. Like, it doesn't... Absolutely does not bask in the violence like that review is implying. And like it's violent, but like in short bursts, it's not. It's not like there's just gratuitous violence all the time. And when the violence is on screen, it's it's like really disturbing. It's portrayed as really disturbing. So I don't buy that. Yeah. Sell, yeah, sell, sell. He's definitely portrayed as like you know, yeah, like the curse and the hate taking over him, and like I don't know this whole like yeah this whole idea of how like we just hate each other and we hate the nature and and, and like yeah it's a lot about that the violence here it's yeah it's more to show like why we should make peace than than yeah peace. literally yeah i just think some people uh lack the use of their critical thinking skills when they when they review movies oh, absolutely they have the skills they just don't use them yeah people are just you know capable of doing that because they're dumb yeah, life advice right there. People are dumb. <laughs> We're dumb. Yeah, come to Fabcast for life advice. I, like with... if you're if you're going on your like phone, you know, just looking for like you know easy dopamine, like dumb. Or watching a movie. Like if you can't like if you can't watch a movie without going on your phone in a, in a theater, I can understand like watching at home. If you can't do it at like if you have to go on your phone in a theater, what's wrong with you? No. Yeah. No. That is that is like. I don't know. I I'm I'm just gonna say it now. Those people are degenerates. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take an extremist approach. Like they really, I think they need an to extremist die. approach. An extremist. <laughs> oh, Mark's gonna die. take an extremist approach. Yeah. Uh, He's gonna murder. Lost, yeah. We just lost the rest of our corporate sponsors. I'll put it pit- to yeah. violence. It angers me that I see that. Like, come on, you know, how how oh boy how no it angers how me too. Stupid can people be this is this is like just americans and and you know america just like wants you to fuck like go on your phone and just oh god i want to it always upsets me too because then it's like i see so many people who like 
do stuff like that and then just like then also like everybody nowadays is super opinionated and it's like so there's a big overlap of people who are just like not even dedicating their full attention to something but then want to have like a big opinion on it yeah and just say all this shit and it's like dude if you can't sit through the movie or whatever and this doesn't even just go with movies it goes with like you know like politics and like news and shit like that because everyone has an opinion on everything and it's like if you're not even willing to dedicate like your full attention to like any of these things then just shut up about them right yeah yeah, I should shut up because I kind of I, I fell asleep during this movie. So yeah, so you've well, not seen it before. <laughs> Get out of this podcast. You have no right to have an Mars, Mars like, oh, the pacing isn't that good. But then he's like, oh, <laughs> I guess that's it. Do yeah, that makes sense. Though. So that I feel like that's valid to say if you fell asleep. You say the pacing. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. No. Like I fell asleep during like a lot of movies. Because it was so like I'm not saying Princess Mononoke was boring. I was just really tired. But I fell asleep during movies because of the pacing, you know. And I think that's fair to say. Like you know, if you fell asleep, so I think that's a critique. The movie is so like just boring that, and, like nothing interesting is going on. That like if you fall asleep, like it's bad. Yeah, there's um, I remember in like Stasiolis's like film. I think it was like time film aesthetics, time, space, and memory class in college. Uh, he played Ben Wheatley's A Field in England, and I was super tired that day. And if you guys don't know anything about A Field in England, it's like this like super trippy experimental like puzzle box movie about like these dudes who like flee like a battle, but then like get captured by this guy, and then just like I don't know. It's very trippy and like weird and like experimental. And I like fell asleep during the movie, and I just like there was like a really something really loud happened and I like jerked awake. And then like, it was just like the watching the rest of the movie was like a fever dream because I had just like fallen asleep for like 20 minutes and then just got inserted into like this crazy experimental thing where I had no context and I had just woken up. <laughs> it was really a strange experience. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know if I've had a similar experience. Maybe I have. I don't know. What part did he go to sleep? Do you remember, Mark? This movie? Yeah. It was like during some... They were like fighting in the in the middle, like at some point in the second act, I think, and like... They're fighting in the middle? Yeah. In the middle? Yeah, what is it? I don't middle? know. Where. In the middle of what? I think it was during like the fight at night at the village. No, I think... It's the coolest part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that part's part. really good. Yeah. But it's really cool. I love that part a lot. Sure. The part where he like walks out, like I don't know, for something about that gave me like real Goku energy. Like when he just walks out and he's just like, "I'm gonna leave now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was awake during oh, that. It's just so it's, badass. Yeah, yeah. It's got some real like you know alpha male energy. We just <laughs> lost our female audience. Like, <laughs> don't worry, they have alpha female energy in this movie too. Hey, they have a lot of alpha female energy actually. Yeah. I mean the, the the wolf literally the wolf mother is like a... literally an alpha female yes. <laughs> yeah and then Lady Aboshi's got some alpha female energy I don't know that the, I thought one of the things I thought was most interesting about this movie is um like how Aboshi uh kind of she gets gets all these women who are supposed to be like the scum of society who are like prostitutes or whatever um and then gives them a job that's like difficult but is like still like a step up in terms of dignity and working the iron forge 
and I thought that was that was really interesting. And like the 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 depiction of like the um, I kind of the way the women are treated in Lady Eboshi's uh yeah. sort of world is was really interesting to me. Yeah, it definitely seemed like they're. I don't know. That's why like so many people that lived with in that community, whatever, were like kind of loyal to to Eboshi, you know, in that way. Just, just yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone seemed to have found like a. I don't know, a place there that was, like, better than the outside world just because they were, like, treated better. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. The women and the... I mean, there's the people who are making the guns who are, like... Lepers. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's... Well, they describe themselves as lepers, but I think they're just people who have, like, diseases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she also helps that. That's why it's, like, so hard to, like, say, like, oh, she's, like, a villain or anything. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I saw... Okay, I saw like a really highly rated review on Letterboxd and it was just humans are evil. And I was like, yo, this movie spent like two and a half hours trying to tell you it's more complicated than that. And you literally just came away with that. Like Miyazaki would be just rolling over in his bed right now. Uh, Speaking of Miyazaki, have you seen like the video of like um, him and have you seen like any Miyazaki videos where he's interacting with people? Because it's always super awkward and he's like a douche. No. Yeah. There's one where um, he, there's like this some video game like company or whatever that brings men to like look at their animation. And it's like this. They created this like animation that like creates like a, like this weird human like stumbling movement that would work for like zombie games. Yeah. And, it's also like AI. Just want to yeah, it's AI, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they show it to Miyazaki and he's just like, kind of quiet and everyone's like looking at him. And then he, he basically says like. Like, this is, like, offensive to who I am as a person. Like, wow. I'm completely disgusted by this. And everyone's just, like... Like, the guy is trying to, like, rationalize to him, like, how they didn't mean to do anything wrong. And he's just not having it. He's like, no, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow, really? And it's it's incredibly awkward. Because, like, he's their hero. And he's just like, no, this is the worst thing ever created. You know, but it, like, I can't... Isn't the worst? I don't know if it's the worst thing ever created, but I feel like I can see his point, like in some ways. Like first, it was like a little weird because, like, it kind of seemed like they're trying to make like a a horror thing out of like a like a crippled kind of you know guy or creature because he didn't have like legs or something. So it was like kind of the scary part was kind of that, and like and Miyazaki says a little bit like oh you know I, I know someone who's like doesn't have their legs and it doesn't make them oh that's true, that's or true. Something. and then like and also because it's like AI doing animation for someone who's like spend their whole life like perfecting their like craft of yeah that's, that's what I remember I was like he's probably really mad because he's yeah. like an animator and he's like spent his whole life doing that and then they're like yeah we can just do this with AI Definitely, he is kind of like a a rough person to be around. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. The videos and there's a video of the like his son making a movie, and then he like goes to watch the movie, and they did. I think it was like part of a documentary, and he just like clearly thinks his son's movie is terrible, and he's and what? It's really it's really awkward. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's. I don't. I don't remember what he says exactly, but uh, you can definitely get the vibe that he doesn't think his son's movie is very good. Did he make that like 3D movie? 
Studio Ghibli. I think it did, yeah. I mean, I get, okay, I, I can understand where he's coming from. Then. We should yeah. reveal that one next. You also, okay, <laughs> um, there's, his son made, like, because there was, um, oh, what is that movie, Tales from Earthsea? It's, it's like an adaptation of, like, uh, Ursula K. Le Guin's, one of her books. Yeah. She's, like, one of the great sci-fi authors, and, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I would love to have, like, Studio Ghibli, like, do an adaptation. And then, like, Miyazaki and, like, the main Ghibli people were just like, ah, actually, we're just going to give this to, like, my son. And so he did it. And then it wasn't very good. And she was, like, really salty about it. Yeah, I don't blame her. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, it was, that's, like, that's a really weird thing to think about. Because it's, like, a crossover between, like, two, like, defining artists from different, like, mediums. But then one of the artists was just like, nah, actually, I'm going to give this to my son <laughs> as his first movie. Maybe it was a and misunderstood. Was like, like, what? Yeah, maybe it was like a misunderstood. They're like, oh, who, she's, who's going to direct this? And they're like, Miyazaki. But they didn't say. Oh, they didn't which say. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, wow. How hilarious would that be? Like, I, w- I want to be in the room where, like, when she found out, like, which Miyazaki is going to direct the movie, <laughs> her reaction. Oh, no, apparently Studio Ghibli had Toshio Suzuki decided that Hayao's son, Miyazaki, who's advising on the film, should be given his first directing job for the adaptation because Miyazaki, older Miyazaki, was uh, busy directing Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, he, this is great. Um, Hayao was dissatisfied, dissatisfied with the decision, thinking that Goro lacked the necessary experience. They reportedly did not speak to one another during production of the film. Wow. That's me, you know, it's good. <laughs> Man, I really just want to see, like, Miyazaki rip on um, like, stupid filmmakers. Mm. No? And Miyazaki, Miyazaki's got that, like, um, that 20th century uh, director who, like, is, like, completely invested in his craft and does not give a fuck um, vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, Tarkovsky has, like, in Bergman had a sing- similar vibe. Where they would just there's like a bunch of quotes from from those guys like just completely shitting on like other classic movies and other directors who are like supposed to be amazing. You know what's my f- and I feel like Miyazaki has that vibe. My favorite person who's like who shot on a another like famous director's movie was uh, Terry Gilliam That's- shitting on a Schindler's List. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he he like that is a crazy yeah crossover. I would not expect. He like that. hated Schindler's List because he thought it was like. I don't know what he said specifically, but I think what he's trying to say was like that it's somehow like sort of it was I don't ah fuck I don't know if, what he said. Sim- Terry Gilliam talks the simplistic films of Steven Spielberg. Yeah, he said dumbing yeah, down of yeah, yeah. That's exactly his point. He was like he said he made he's I think he's trying to say like how like he made that very simplistic and like he didn't really Spielberg didn't really like understand or like, didn't do a good job at like sort of exploring like Holocaust and yeah I think that's what he's trying to say. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, he's well. Look at this. I'm very jealous of you. Your success, your talent, your skills. You're brilliant. I just think your ideas are a bit simplistic. That's all. I think you're the best storyteller out there. I just think your stories are not completely grown up and honest. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, that's a bit fair. Like, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's like an interesting take on yeah. uh, Spielberg's. Not wrong though. His films are. I think like part part of his success is because it's yeah. simplistic. Yeah. You know, See, so. I, he's he's not wrong, but at the same time, 
once again, I'm going to say like that reviewer who was like, oh, there's not an original die idea in here. It's like, dude, like the vast majorities of movies ever made, like even like good movies um, don't have original ideas. Like just get get the fuck out of here, dude. Like you really think that you have an original idea after like billions of humans existing and telling stories. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm looking at a Miyazaki's catalog of films. I'm trying to see which ones I've seen, which ones I... I've seen Spirit Away. Oh, yeah, I've seen that too. That's good. Howl's Moving Castle, I saw. I didn't really like that much, but I need to revisit that. I need to see that one. Ponyo was okay. Really... Ponyo Ooh, was we're going to watch that next month. Oh, are we? Why? Um, well, because it's in theaters. It is? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know how they think the same Fathom yeah, Events yeah. thing that we did? They're doing one per month for like, oh, till like November. So next month's Ponyo. I know yeah. the Academy Museum was doing a Miyazaki like showing the grant again, but I don't know if it's over already. Oh, really? Yeah, I know they were for a while. Um, but yeah, we could check that out too, so we don't have to sit through forty minutes of Fathom events. I want to watch. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch The Wind Rises. I think yeah. I remember watching that and not really understanding it, but I feel like now I'd probably understand it. I'm older. Get there. Get there. Get there. Yeah. Are we, I, what are we talking we, next? Are we finishing like? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Future diary. Yeah, I think we got to finish Future Diary. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious what Amar is gonna pick after that. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot it's my pick. Japanese news. I'm gonna type in Japanese oh, news yeah. on news. Yeah. You do do my thing. You know. Do my thing. Oh, is this is all really boring. Oh. You gotta like the change. You gotta Maybe. spice it up. Like look up weird Japanese news. Oh, Japanese weird yeah. news. Don't just look up Japanese news, or else you're just gonna get like COVID. Staggering claim: Jesus Christ was not crucified and lived in Japan until 106. <laughs> what? <laughs> 106? He lived for like 100 years. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ was not crucified. Instead, moved to northern Japan, where he lived until he was 106. Unearthed text claim, and what would turn the Bible story upside down if true? Wow. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I believe that a hundred percent. It's the anime take on Jesus. <laughs> wow, we just lost our entire Christian audience again. Yeah, which is good. They claim, quite remarkably, they claim Jesus lived as a rice farmer until he reached 106. Who is claiming that? I want to know who's there. <laughs> who's like, I like how they of... never say AD. They just say 106. Are they? Okay. Like, who is, who is claiming that? And, like, what, what kind of, do they have, like, any kind of proof? Or is it just, like, a, a thing that they feel? I don't. It's apparently there's a text. I don't, I don't know where, what text. The why because I, I'm or... gonna I'm I'm gonna defend this theory from now on. I just want to know if there's <laughs> any. <laughs> I have any like uh, arguments or any like uh... this article. Okay, I'm gonna send it to you guys. This article has like it. It also just decides to like retell the story of Jesus like midway through, and it's like okay, we don't need to hear this again. We can just watch Nazca. <laughs> we can just watch Nazca. Yeah, that's that's my favorite Jesus retelling. This, this article, by the way, is written horribly. 
detail. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like, literally, it's like the bad. paragraph, like paragraphs only have like one sentence. <laughs> they do, and it goes it goes on for so long. <laughs> yeah. It's because they want to fit as many ads oh, as possible, or okay. whatever. I think. Oh no, that sounds terrible. I actually can't see the ads because I have AdBot, but that's what I assume. Yeah, no, you're right. I hate how like most websites now are like catching on to like adblock and they're like you can't get in here if you're using adblock that's yeah i know i find that really annoying now there's like no point of using adblock no i still use it i there's like tricks to get around it on certain websites like um the new york times lets you look at a lot of what newspaper sites will like let you look at them for like the first time but then if you try to come back to the site later then they won't and so the easy get a come like way to get around that is um to just like delete the cookies for that site oh, because that's how they know that you're coming back. I never, I never knew. That. Yeah, so you just delete the cookies and refresh, and then it's like, oh, hey, you're here for the first time again. Oh, okay. Cookies. I should, I should send this news to my family in Brazil, celebrating Easter right now. <laughs> when, when Christ died in Japan, read this. When Christ died in Japan, his body was apparently left exposed on a hilltop for four years. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wow. Jesus, the text claims, changed his name to Torai Tora Dai Tenku and married a woman named Miyujo with whom he had three daughters. Oh, wow. Wow. His younger brother, Isukiri, casually took Christ's place and ended his life on the cross. What? <laughs> Does that mean that, like, they tried, to, crucif- they, uh, tried to crucify Jesus and then his... His younger brother was just like, nah, crucify me. I'm Jesus. And then they did that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. What is, is that? <laughs> wow. What the fuck? Did, did Jesus have a younger brother? I don't remember. I think that. they just picked a random guy and they were like, yeah, this guy's Jesus. Yeah. We got to watch The Cat Returns. The Cat Returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know, like, yeah. What happened to the cat in the first place? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It sounds like it's a sequel, but there is no... <laughs>